Welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. Today I have Tyler and Sammy Bush on the call with us live on Instagram. And today we're going to be talking about how to do full-time ministry part-time. I first came across Tyler and Sammy. I actually visited their church for a young adult service. Uh, it was a worship night and Pastor Tyler was speaking and it was a very powerful service. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I started following them and lo and behold, I discovered that they're not full-time pastors. They actually, she's a model, he's a hairstylist, and now they actually own a salon. So I became very intrigued with their story and how they wind up doing full-time ministry part-time and how they juggle all of these things. Um, before, But before we get into all of that, I want to ask you guys, um, I'm curious, how did you meet? How did you guys wind up getting married? Where did that relationship start? He likes to tell the story, so I'll let him. Keep yeah. it short, though, baby. Yeah, I'll keep it short. Um, God was just <laughs> okay. doing a, a, an amazing process in my life, and uh, really put faith in my heart for a wife. Um, you know, faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. And so, I really was believing yeah. for a wife, declaring her, and um, um, went through a, a process. Long story short, where God really just um, I got the victory ever before I ever had the wife, if you know what I mean. And so, yeah. uh, amazing. She walked into. Uh, my old hair salon where we were at and we met eyes in the mirror and um, uh, we kept looking at each other back and forth. And I knew that like God was big enough to like bring my wife. And so um, I wasn't missionary dating. I wasn't trying to get someone saved, but I was just, um, I was just trusting God. And so um, she was actually in the middle of Kirlin modeling live this outfit. And uh, I just went up to her and told her she was the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I said, do you have a boyfriend? She said, um, she said, no, we broke up three months ago. And my response initially was, um, oh, you must need time to heal. And she thought, well, who would say that? Most guys think vulnerability, you right. know? Right. And so, um, and I, I said, well, she said, I said, uh, what I would love to, to take you out for coffee or something. She said, absolutely. Can I have your number? Yes. And it was amazing because at that moment, we were in the middle of Kirlin and like Fiat was doing test drives. We had like a stage and uh, we were yeah. doing hair and different things were happening. And she was modeling live on this platform. Well, as she was on the platform, I was looking up uh, kind of like nervous and she was looking down kind of like giddy. And I, I had a revelation. Yeah. The Lord opened my eyes and showed me. And it felt like best way is like I was on one, one knee and I was looking up at her and I felt like I was asking to marry her. And the Lord's like, this is your wife. And so God spoke to me that night and I went home and, and uh, I was I was telling my mom that my wife, God spoke to me. She's like, no way. I'm like, yes, I did. And I was going to go run and pray. And God really, uh, you know, brought me through. Part of the process was um, to pursue a woman's heart and protect her mind and to set boundaries and, you know, just courtship and just what all that entails and amazing. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to text her and like ask her out where we're going to go. I'm going to call her. So I called her. She said, hello. I said, how are you? She said, uh, um, I'm good. It was kind of nerve wracking, you know, first time on the phone, whatever. And she's really dorky, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's really beautiful, but she's really dorky. So, uh, she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to go run and pray. I said, listen, I just wanted to call you and I'm not going to text you, ask you out. I'm the man, blah, blah, whatever. And she goes, right. uh, she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to go run and pray. And she goes, I said, what are you doing? And she got nervous and she's like, I'm eating a pop tart. And I remember thinking, I remember thinking like, what the flip? What did she just say? Like, she's eating a pop tart. What do you want me to so do with this? Nervous. So long Wait, story what short. Flavor? Uh, what no. flavor was it? Right. No, but this is a good Probably part. Is it? Right. And, oh, okay. and, uh, and, uh, so yeah. So she said, uh, she, she said, are you a Christian? When she found out I was writing a print, I said, I lived my whole life for Jesus. And she just said, ah, this just got interesting. And come to find out three months before, she resurrendered her life back to God and at a hospital 
um, like prayer room and said, if you'll help me with my ex-boyfriend, help me stop smoking weed, I'll give my life back to you. Three months later, she met me. But long story short, we're about to go run and I'm about to go run and pray and I'm running and on this quarter stretch, quarter mile stretch of sidewalk and I run over a full package of Pop-Tarts and I like stop and I'm like, are you God like, confirmed. yeah, God so confirmed. that's a nutshell. No way. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So good. Wow, from modeling Pop Tarts to all of the hairstyles yeah. and all of that. Yeah, we were engaged in engaged yeah. in six months and married in nine. So the yeah. rest is history. So yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, engaged really and that was a nutshell. That wasn't the big thing. Yeah. So Yeah. That's super cool. We'll have to save the other story, the long version for another for another yeah. episode or something. I'll just keep going. <laughs> I'm like nodding with my foot right Yeah, now. I know like, when to slow down because she has a nice okay, okay. <laughs> Well, hey, well, from that story, how did you guys wind up becoming the young adult pastors of Mountain at Christ for the Nations Church? Yeah. Um, you want to tell Okay, me? yeah. So we were, um, we started going to another church out in Scottsdale and we we got called into leadership there for the young adults as well. And we loved that church so much and we honor that church a lot. And we went out to Bethel though, um, not soon after and just had a supernatural encounter, which is an amazing testimony in and of itself. We, um, Tyler had been kind of functioning in the Holy Spirit and the gifts like that and the prophetic kind of dabbling yeah. in that for a while. And that was super foreign to me. And I'm, um, I grew up in church. I'm a church baby. So I've, you know, I've been, since I can remember, been in like five services a week. And, um, but never really saw encountered the prophetic or like the Holy spirit to the degree of like miracle signs and wonders. Um, yeah. And so when we first got married, you know, he, he was kind of functioning in some stuff that I was like, because I think a lot of times when you don't understand something, it can easily offend you. You know, people, yeah. people are afraid of what they don't understand and they judge it. Right. And so, um, I started noticing my, in my own heart, like a shift of like, not really thinking that what he was doing was authentic because I was like, you know, it, I felt, I felt like it was theatric, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I went out to Bethel and side note, right before we left to Bethel, I found out I was pregnant with my son, Silas. And, um, but we didn't tell anybody. So we go out to Bethel, um, actually a couple of days before we went to Bethel, Tyler's in the shower and he's praying and he's speaking in tongues and he's just going in because, it's, that's always been his war room is the shower. I'll show you our shower later. Yeah. Actually, it's a huge picture of Jesus in it. Um, it's like his holy of holies. That's and, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the shower, and I hear, like, just, like, the tub, like, rubbing, like, like, like his foot was rubbing up against the tub. And to be just real, I, it sounded like he was, like, breakdancing in the shower. And I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> so I she, go. <laughs> she asked how we got to church at, from Gateway to CFTN, but we're going into the deep. Well, because oh, okay. I'm, I'm telling him yeah, how okay. we. The back end. All right. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. This is real. This is real marriage. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> She's going on a little rabbit trail, but we're coming back. We'll be back today. Okay, okay. We'll answer yeah. the question, but oh, go ahead. Go. You want to tell us no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's okay. I love this. My face is all hot. (laughs) She's so good about the lighting. She has to go. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, she knows. I'm like, just tell me where to sit. I'm ready. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, he's wigging out in the shower, and I go pull Uh back the the shower curtain, and I'm like, dude, 
this needs to stop. And he like looking up at me and he's like, what needs to stop? And I'm like, God doesn't need these theatrics. Like, like he just needs your heart, whatever. And he's, I'm like, you don't have to put on a show. And he's like, who do you think I'm putting on a show for? I'm in the bathroom by myself. And I was like, oh, true. Like, I think I'm actually just really offended in my heart because I don't, I haven't experienced what you're experiencing. So whatever that night, um, I was kind of just like a weird night. Um, I went to bed the next day I go to dinner with my mother-in-law and um, I'm telling her about like what happened um, the night before and I feel God like totally convict my heart and I was like you know what? I don't even want to talk about it I just want to pray and so in the middle yeah. of a restaurant we just started praying and I said God and I literally said God I don't want this our, our marriage not to be you know equally yoked like I don't want him to be ahead of me I don't want to be ahead of him like if if I'm in the wrong Lord, humiliate me and show me what what it is that he's rolling in. And, like, I, I want it too. And if he's yeah. wrong, show him that he doesn't have to go through such great lengths to please you. You know, because yeah. I, just, I just wanted us to be on the same page, like, more than anything. Like, And I was okay with – if it was me being wrong, I was okay with that. But I literally asked the Lord to humiliate me. So we go to Bethel. Um, I don't know if everybody – knows what Bethel is. It's this awesome church that totally functions in the Holy Spirit and the gifts um, out in Redding, California. So we go to Bethel and I get super whacked um, and just get, I get filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, I got my first prophetic word out there. um, And it was this boy who was like, I feel like you're getting ready to give birth to something and like, whatever it is, it's going to be, it's going to be hard and misunderstood, but it's going to be powerful for the kingdom. And that's totally my Silas. Like, he's he's going to be four this year, and he's super hyper, very misunderstood, but such a powerful kid. And, like, mm. in due time, like, he's going to be gnarly for the kingdom. He's, just, yeah. he's like a baby Tyler. It's insane. Huh. Um, but, yeah, so I got to – we came back from Bethel, totally changed, me especially, because God totally, like, humiliated me at one point. I was literally crawling on the floor, like, just from the yeah. weight and the glory of God, just, like – I was so undone with his love and I was like so thankful at one point I even like got on my knees and like asked for um his forgiveness for like judging him and like being so offended towards him you know because I was like I actually saw that it was real mm. I just wow. was afraid of what I hadn't experienced Taste and saw, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I tasted and saw that the Lord was good and I and there was no going back to like lukewarm mm. or to like just um like top level you know what I mean like I wanted the deep like my deep was kind of for deep and I just wanted more so we came back just changed and wanting more and um so we had heard about CFTN and um we decided to try it out on a Wednesday night and we went and from Mm -hmm. the very first time there like I grew up in a church that was bilingual very like Mexican I'm Mexican I know I don't like look super Mexican but um our I can see it now. Like, Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and so, like, I missed that. And, like, at the church that we were at previously, like, it was not that. And so when we went to Church for the Nations, it's literally Church for the Nations. It's so cultural. It's so different. Yeah. And it's very – you've been there. It's very Holy Spirit, very prophetic. Yeah. And we just felt so much peace. And so, um, yeah, we made the switch, and we were at Church for the Nations for, like, a year and in that year, mm-hmm. we just started, like, meeting other young adults and not without any title or position or even having that in our heart or in our mind at all. But yeah. we just opened up our home. We um, we had bought a house in the time that we started attending there. And 
we just opened up our home and we started having prophetic worship nights at our house or just worship nights at our house and inviting yeah. people from church. And it became like a regular thing. And I think leadership um, ended up getting wind of it. And they started seeing that like more people were kind of like flocking to us and um, yeah. our sphere of influence and that sort of thing. So eventually they called us into the office and said that they felt led to ask us and we prayed about it and we heard a yes. We felt peace about it. And um, you share the story about the confirmation. Yeah. yeah. So previously at Gateway too, we, we weren't necessarily in, in leadership. We were just leading a, a young, uh, leading a small group. So anyone could do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just, anyone can lead a small group in the church and we were leading up one of them. But one of my clients at the church at my, at my work invited us to CFTN and we were there on that Wednesday and uh, the Lord, mm -hmm. the Lord spoke to me um, on that Wednesday night. He said, Tyler, I want you to leave gateway and I want you to go to CFTN. And I said, Lord, you know, what does that look like? He said, are you following people? Are you following me? So fast forward, yeah. we're down at the church for a year and uh, they call in for a meeting and um, they said, what do you, we want you to lead the young adults. I said, what does that look like? Um, am I doing a, a home group? Am I going to do at the youth room? Am I going to do, this or that. And they said, whatever God shows yeah. you. And so I went home and I was praying. I wasn't getting anything. And then um, throughout the night, I got a download. I saw the simplicity of the gospel and impartations and going outside the four walls of the church. I saw me preaching um, in the main auditorium and it, I saw it burning and signs of wonders and specifically people leading worship. And I got this yeah. crazy download. And I'm like, Lord, you want me? I've never been to seminary. I'm not a pastor. Like, you want me to go wow. tell Dr. Michael Maiden? And I, I kept hearing this this word third week, third week, third week, third week. I kept hearing that. So I'm like, you want me to tell Dr. Michael Maiden that I want to preach from his main pulpit in the auditorium on the third Sunday of every month, you know? And he and the Lord's like, wow. yeah. So I went to go share the vision. Um, but the youth pastor at the time had the word from Dr. Michael Maiden. He said, before you say anything, Pastor Mike got a word at one o'clock in the morning last night, sent out an email. He wants the young adults to meet every third Sunday in the main auditorium. Before I even shared my wow. vision, they had it. We got ordained on a Wednesday and started preaching. So that's, in a nutshell, how yeah. we got to CFTN. And we've been there two years and been awesome. Over two years, yeah. Yeah, been over that's there. Really been cool. in the ministry over two years, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. So I'm curious, you know, because obviously you have a heart for it. You're, you've obeyed the Lord in doing the ministry and, and loving people and loving the local church and loving people and leading people to Jesus and all of that. How are you doing that and running a salon that you now own and modeling and raising kids? How is, how, because ministry, it's all the time. You know what I mean? People need the love of Jesus all the time. It's not just, oh, from nine to three or for these three hours a day, I'm going to focus. You know what I'm saying? So right. how are you guys able to do ministry part-time, but really full-time in the midst of parenting and running a salon and modeling and all this other stuff that you do. Um, can I answer that? Yeah. Um, I think CFTN, CFTN is... <laughs> that, okay. uh, CFTN is amazing. I mean, they, they run, they have their whole, the whole worship set up, you know, that we go in there and we just, you know, have the service. We have our, our leadership, our core leadership that we're, really focusing on family this year and pouring into. Um, but ultimately, um, behind the scenes stuff, it's Sam, you know, uh, besides Jesus, you know, like Jesus is my anchor, obviously, but Sam holds it down. You know, she, um, she really gives me the freedom to be with the Lord and be in his yeah. presence and be in his word. And I'm really yeah. thankful for that. And I see her really just stepping into that pastoral role. Um, she's uh, walks in a lot of uh, discernment and wisdom and, 
and she can really sniff things out and sense things and really just protect the flock and just amazing qualities a, a pastor should have. And really just behind the scenes with, um, you know, uh, the Instagram and uh, the barbecues and the meetup and the group yeah. me chat and all the stuff that goes with ministry. But I'm really thankful, to be honest, Dr. Michael Maiden, we honor him um, and all of our leadership at CFTM with all of our hearts because they just give us so much freedom. You know, they were just pretty much, you know, God, they heard something from God. They heard a word from the Lord and they say, go. And it's like, you know, we get a service we get to walk into and be able to just pour into this generation. And it's been a it's been a tremendous blessing. Now, mixing it all together is gnarly, you know, but um, it, it really cuts out um, a lot of the weight, you know, of just things to do. Like it's every day it's get up. I work 10 hours a day at work and you know, being an entrepreneur and stepping into this the last four months is definitely learn as you go. It's been um, intense. Um, but, you know, Matthew 633 and the simplicity of the gospel is everything. You know, a car needs gas. We need grace. And if we can just be obedient and if we can just listen to the Lord and just be diligent to do what he says, there's always an abundance of supply and grace uh, for us yeah. to do what uh, we're called to do. And so that's what's amazing. Yeah. But honestly, behind the scenes is Samantha. I can't even say it enough. It's insane. Between being a mom, um, running the ministry, and um, doing all that stuff, I, I get to show up and preach, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's cool. But yeah. um, do you want to add to that? No, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, she, she got a little salty a second ago, but now, now she's like, oh, praise the Lord. But it's the truth. It's really, <laughs> she, no, it's the truth. It's really the truth. It's it's uh yeah. it's 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 yeah pretty crazy pretty intense but honestly i i Sarah. have i have a girlfriend one of my best friends um stacy who let's try to put this right here can you do it there okay we'll hold it oh, yeah. yeah i'm getting tired yeah your too. arm gets tired so we're just gonna go here <laughs> we don't got a, a tripod we need a tripod i have a tripod that's all right let's put it right here you want to know what mine's fitting in i'll show yeah, you yeah. It's literally sitting in this. Oh my god, that's so well, That's smart. brilliant. That's what we're doing. Just like, I feel like it's going to be so short. Like, we're going to have to sit down on the floor. Hold on, I don't want to, like, show my clivet or something. There we go. That's awesome. Great. Perfect. Thank you for sharing your secret. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I honor... Stacy, she's one of our best friends, and she's kind of like our, our PA, if you will. Um, she helps me with doing them behind the scenes, and then um, God provided us this awesome um, girl who also does photography for us. And okay. so um, between her and I, like, I help run the social media. I don't do it by myself, but we yeah. text back and forth. Do you like this picture? What should the caption be? Because as you know, because I feel like you're, like, yeah. super on point with your social media, um, it takes a lot of thought and intention and, and energy to like come up with like a cool caption or a meaningful caption and all that kind of stuff. So it takes time. Um, so I don't take all the glory. Like obviously God gets all the glory and I have a couple girls that help me. And I have um, a couple guys that are just a few guys that are unbelievable. Yeah, our core leadership. Yeah. Didn't yeah. mean to cut and you we off. Have, yeah. Um, a core leadership team that we've set in place. Like we have a leader mm -hmm. for altar ministry, um, a leader for like greeter leader and um, offering leader. Like we've set leaders yeah. in place so that all the weight isn't on us because yeah. like you said, we do have a lot on our plate and to try. Yeah. And we learned, honestly, this, we learned this by trial and error because in the beginning yeah. it was 
literally on me and it was really yeah because I think at that point I was actually pregnant with my daughter Stella um when we our first year of mountain and it okay. was way too much because I was like doing everything and I was yeah. just me and I was pregnant and I was getting burnt out and I was dealing with gnarly back pain and so wow. um just using wisdom and like we have all these people that are like wanting to serve and it's like I don't think it was um for me it, it was like not because it's like a, the ministry that God gave us, I felt like I had to do all those things, yeah. like to take care of yeah. the ministry and take the bull by the horns and all that stuff. And um, I was like, no, God's literally sending me people that have gifts in these areas, and I need to. And that's kind of the heart of Behind Mountain too, is honoring people's giftings um, and yeah. their like their ministry desires and like calling it out in them and putting them in a position to actually grow in that area. So. Um, yeah. So and why is it called Mountain? It was called Mountain before we took over. It was already Mountain. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But I know Dr. Michael Maiden's heart um, is to have na the word nation in every ministry. So we had mm -hmm. a meeting about, like, possibly changing the name. And we were kind of bummed because I, I like Mountain. I like the look of it. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, that it's it simple cool. and it's kind of like an acronym. Um, or we made it an acronym. And so we, he wanted nations in it somehow. So we were like, okay, well, then we'll just make it an acronym. And now it's moving the nations. And mm, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked out. Um, yeah. We cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. So for Sammy, I'll ask you a follow up question on just, yeah. you know, kind of being a behind the scenes girl. Or even if Tyler, if you have any thoughts into this too, what do you guys do when you get those feelings of just feeling overwhelmed, you know, between all the things that you're doing, whether it's feelings of feeling overwhelmed, or maybe you have moments where you're like, man, Lord, how much longer can I do this? Or can I still do this? And have you had those feelings? And how did you deal with that and get through those seasons? Uh, all right the now. <laughs> oh my god oh my god but, yeah. but god is good and yeah. he doesn't send you where he's not going to give you the grace for so that it, you know what i mean yeah. so it's like practically practically it's uh, for me it's my time with jesus yeah. like i'm in yeah. my i'm in my my prayer time and i'm pressing into christ and and really um you know, stewarding, you know, his presence and his love and, yeah. and, and really just growing, growing in that because you come into these difficult seasons and come into times where all of a sudden, especially in new things, because so many times God will give you a platform or uh, an opportunity or a business or whatever it is, and you get excited, mm -hmm. right? And you can almost run past Scott, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do all this stuff to make it perfect. And I'm going to, and yeah. you get freaked out, especially for passionate people like myself. And so really yeah. it's like, especially okay. For like a ministry, like a young adult ministry. Right, because right. Yeah. You're trying to catch the attention of young adults. So you, you have all these ideas of ways right. that things that you can do to get them excited and right. intrigued and attracted. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. You just said you end up feeling burnt out. So it's just like, listen, like, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life to everything. Like, I didn't ask for a pulpit. I didn't even ask for a salon business. I didn't had no idea. But God, God's like, you know, you pursued me. You fell in love with me. This is my destiny for you and for Samantha here and here. And it's like, well, I just got to keep my eyes just fixed on Jesus and, like, just be obedient and be diligent and be a lover and steward what he's been given us. And that's really where we come into. But to overcome that anxiousness or that anxiety or whatever it is, burden, discouragement, can I go on another day? Uh, really just 
counting it a joy, you know, like counting it a joy, not feeling it a joy. God, you're good. You're doing something in me. Our roots are growing down deep. Your grace is sufficient. God, you're expanding me. Diamonds are created by pressure. It's this place of like, God, we trust you. We trust you. Like, it's easy to say, I trust you in comfort. But when I'm not feeling comfortable, God, I still trust you. You're amazing. God, you're good. And even in the times where we mess up or slip or get frustrated or whatever, it's like, dude, we just get back to the Lord. We get back to Jesus. We get lo- get looking on him. And uh, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. That's yeah. awesome. Were you going to add anything, Sammy? Or... Um, no, I, I completely agree. And, um, okay. But just just to be real, we have, I, I personally can speak for myself. I've had moments where, like, I did feel really done. And yeah really discouraged and really not sure um you know just getting super flooded with anxious thoughts and at one point when my back pain was super bad like even suicidal thoughts which was something I've never struggled with or anything like that and um but I remember this at this moment I was driving in my car and um God spoke to me and he and he said this too shall pass and that this is not temporary and so for this is not permanent. And so for a season, um, every time I would feel that anxiousness come on me, something in me just silently whispered, like I I would even just whisper it to myself. Um, this too shall pass. This is temporary. This Mm -hmm. is not permanent. And like, and I would, honestly, I would just repetitively say it until I calmed down because, Mm -hmm. um, it is hard. It's hard to juggle everything that we juggle. Um, and, you know, especially on top of all that, especially being a parent and like, yeah, because I love our ministry. Like I love mountain. I'm, I'm so thankful that the Lord has placed us there and, um, you know, has given us the salon and, and really functioning in that entrepreneurial like season of our life or it's not even a season. I just feel like that's where God's called us to be, but Mm but also like, knowing that our family is the most important thing that is our number one ministry and so really making sure that like him and I are always good and making sure that you know we're solid and we're healthy and that we are pouring into our kids and that they know that we love them and that they come first um and that's that's most important but I mean it's it sounds easy to count it all joy and and that is what we're called to do and at the end of the day that is what we push towards and um but there are days where it's super hard to count a joy like i'm just i, I think we should keep it real you know because we know we don't know if well, you're yeah. watching like I, i'm not joys. trying to yeah. say like just you know wallow in your feelings and be in your feelings but like if you are there like i think it's okay to be there but don't stay there yeah so that god yeah. is working behind the scenes because like you know, he works all things together for good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. But what does it look like to love God? It looks like trusting yeah. him, laying down your life yeah. and being like, I don't know how you're going to work this out for good. I don't know how long, much longer this season's going to last, Lord, but, like, I trust you. Yeah, and then, like, that's good. showing him that you love him. Because I think a lot of people forget that that's the most important part of that verse, is that for those who love yeah. him and are called according to his purpose, so it's like, what does love look like? Love looks like something. Right. It's not just saying, like, yeah. Right. That's good. Yeah. Um, Last question for you guys. Um, Curious what advice you would give to other millennials that are feeling that tug on their heart that they want to do ministry, full-time ministry, or 
go into the ministry, but they have their full-time job and you know, mm. maybe they can't make the switch because they can't afford to make the switch, but they just mm. feel this tug and this pull. Mm. What advice would you give to people that are in that spot? <laughs> you don't want the door open unless God opens it for you. Yeah. It is, um, it looks great, but it is gnarly what comes with it. It's heavy. Um, there's judgment. There's um, this or that. There's a lot of stuff that comes with it. And, and, if you're not in the right place, it can break you. You know what really I mean? Yeah. If you're not meant to be, yeah. you know, the, God doesn't need God doesn't need our help to open up doors. You know, yeah. um, it, it, He doesn't need our help. He needs our obedience. He needs our surrender. You know, we can't <laughs> halfway run from the cops and surrender. You know what I mean? Half, or excuse me, we can't be running from the cops yeah. halfway surrender. It's either all or nothing. And so, really, God in, in this place, if you're looking, say, hey, I want to be a pastor. I want to be this. or I want to be that. You just walk in line with the Holy Spirit. Like, listen to his voice. Be obedient. Like, be radical in the sense of, like, taking risk with, you feel an unction. You feel him leading. There's confirmations. Take it. Like, your destiny, a byproduct byproduct of righteousness, of relationship, of obedience, man, is destiny being fulfilled. God will put you where he needs to put you. And it's amazing that when he does, when he opens a door, when he makes it happen, I see so many people, even myself, I kept myself, catch myself, you might get a prophetic word or you, you feel like you're called to do something. And we try to bust that realm out. And it's like, it's like we add God into it and we're trying to go there. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. It's all about Jesus. It's all about the simplicity that's in the Christ. It's all about my relationship with him. And the miracle and the breakthrough is him like opening a door, making a way where there's no way. Like that's the gospel, man. That's it. So if you're called to that, if you're called, you feel like you're called to be a pastor, you're called to be in the church mountain, man, get into your local church, plug in, serve at the local church, do everything you do, whether in word or deed, do it as unto Jesus, man, and fall in love with him, run after him and he'll make a way. He'll make yeah, a way. He'll put you there. Always make a way. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Amen. Anything from you, Sam, on that? Are um, you, you agree? I would say some um, practical advice um, is that to get people that you're accountable to, um, maybe some um, higher up leadership or some mentors, and um, and and have them be praying into it with you as well um and just yes. look for confirmation um the lord will always send confirmation um and because like tyler said it is not all the glitz and glory like mm -hmm. it's it's um it's gnarly sometimes and it comes with it comes with some heavy burdens and it comes with like persecution and judgment and and gossip and seeing stuff behind the scenes that you didn't realize was there and yeah. and having to approach all those things with love and not get offended and stay in a, in a healthy place and know that like know that you're doing it for god and for his glory and to and to and for, for to like lead people to jesus and that it really has nothing yeah. to do with you and um that's honestly that that's been another hard thing too is like learning that process because we've never been in ministry before. Like I grew up in a church, but I was never on the other side of it. And Tyler didn't really grow up in church and he's never been on the other side of it. So this was our first time. Like, you know, like, like he said, we, we weren't searching for this. The Lord kind of, it just happened organically. And then the Lord just put it on our lap and we prayed about it and said, yes. And, wow. um, and so it's, I would just say, pray about it and make sure this is really what, what you feel God is calling you to and then look for confirmation and seek the wisdom and guidance of others and make sure. Um, and then, and then a hard lesson we also learned is um, 
like I said earlier, about trying to do everything just yourself. Like, make sure you have a squad, like a squad that, like, has your back and that believes in the vision that God's given us. Because, like, Mountain has a vision, you know, we believe in preaching the simplicity of the gospel, having people encounter the Holy Spirit, and um, honoring people and their gifts and ra- raising people up and, and their gifts and their callings. That's cool. And so um, making sure people that, like, that are in your squad, they understand your vision and, like, are yeah. going to do whatever they can to make that vision, like, you know, really just grow. And so, yeah, um, yeah those are that's just, like, some practical advice. Like, That's great. Love it. Well, if people want to follow you guys or stay in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Like, what? How can they stay in touch with what you guys are doing? Um, well, our our services are every first and third Sunday of the month at six p.m. at Church for the Nations. Um, it is open to all ages. Um, we're not like checking IDs at the door or anything, um, but it is a service that is directed towards young adults and um, led by young adults. Um, and then. Definitely to follow us on Instagram. It's at MTNCFTN, and we try to update that as regularly as we can. And um, this summer, we are starting to, we've already started. We've had a, a barbecue hangout where like 70 plus people showed up. It was a lot of fun. We played, cool. it was like, honestly, we played games like we did like we were kids, like three legged <laughs> racing, happy sack racing. It was hilarious. Fun. I peed my pants. Yeah. I, I get I get competitive <laughs> with games. I love you do? games. So does yes. Tyler. He's scary. <laughs> Like yes. literally, very competitive, back, sweaty, yep, yep, like screaming. All oh, yeah, it. like, wait, it. you love Jesus, calm down. Um, <laughs> but what else? Oh, and then we just we just hiked, um, Tom's thumb that was gnarly. Oh, cool, yeah, that was really hard. <laughs> I almost That's gave up, but because I have a good squad behind me, they didn't let me give up, amen. And then there I got go. up to the top and was just like, I can't believe I took it. <laughs> Tears, <laughs> awesome. yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. But yeah, so we, we're trying to do more community events because, um, you know, I think people are hungry for that. They want a sense of community. Yeah. So we have that That's too. Awesome. But yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I so appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me for a little bit and join me on Millennials in Ministry. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to staying in touch with you yes. and I'm definitely posting this this video for more people to watch. So sweet. Thank, thank you, you so much. Hey, I noticed you're going to Zoe Church for the conference. Yes. Uh, are you guys going? I, um, not him, but my girlfriend and I are going. So I'll oh, see cool. You yes, I look forward to it. Okay, cool. Yay. All right, guys. Thank you, so much. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Welcome. You're the best. You're the bomb. Bye. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.